can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics beat the Timberwolves 145-136 in overtime. It was not pretty, but a win is a win. That is the motto for the next 20 games. Everything counts at this point. So, want to get today's podcast started, same as usual, go through player of the game. Go through some of the positives, uh, and then we'll go through some of the negatives and kind of looking forward to the, I guess, road trip that we got coming up here. Uh, To get started, need to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. The guy was an absolute monster and problem tonight for the Timberwolves. 53 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, and a block. It was awesome. Ultra efficient. Uh, played 41 minutes today. Obviously, going into overtime, that's going to happen. Uh, but 16 of 25 from the field. One of his more efficient nights as of late. 6 of 10 from beyond the arc. 15 of 16 from the line tonight. Jason Tatum did absolutely everything you could ask for. Uh, was probably one of his best offensive games of his career at this point. Uh, just ultra efficient. And the one thing that we've kind of critiqued him on all season long is the tenacity to drive and get to the line. And tonight he did that and some. Again, 15 of 16 from the line is something that we have not seen him do. I don't think ever. Certainly not this year. So that's a, a very welcome sight. Something that we could use a little bit more of, of more of from him. Definitely not going to go 15 to 16. Don't see him getting to the line 16 times, but this proves that he is capable of doing so. And that, those are the types of performances that we need. You know, the other two guys that really played well tonight throughout the entire game uh, were Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. I'll start with Jalen Brown. Uh, 26 points tonight, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Uh, had an unbelievable alley-oop from Marcus Smart to start the game. Uh, had a couple really nice blocks. One on a Koji, uh, and then another one I think on Edwards later in the game. Uh, and just another pretty efficient night. Didn't take a ton of shots tonight, only 9 of 15, but again, very efficient. 4 of 9 from 3, 4 of 4 from the line. And again, this is one of those performances from Jalen Brown where he had a couple of clutch, clutch shots. Had a corner three from Kemba to go up two with three minutes left. Uh, A couple of, like an unbelievable spin, step back over Edwards to bring the game close. Uh, So really did everything. Had a couple of really nice possessions in transition, a couple of nice baskets in transition. A couple of good defensive plays. Looked good tonight. The other guy, I mean, outside of, you know, Tatum going off with 53 points, uh, Marcus Marr was probably the best player on this Celtics team tonight. I think even more so than Jalen Brown. Uh, 24 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals. Defensively, 
was unreal. Like making incredible plays, strip plays on Carl Anthony Towns, which is no small feat. Very, very good offensive player in Carl Anthony Towns. And Marcus Smart played him as tough as it gets. Had a couple of really, really nice defensive plays. Uh, one of which he like stole the ball, stripped the ball. I believe it was from Russell in transition and saved it. That led to a, a Jalen Brown foul in transition for two free throws. Uh, so just made plays like that over and over. Had a corner three from Kemba after a Thompson offensive rebound late in the game. Another three from Tatum to go up. Uh, took a charge on Cat in overtime. So Marcus Smart really did like absolutely everything you could ask for. Offensively and defensively. Hit his shots tonight. Only had one shot that really just was uncalled for. Which, again, only one. I'll take that. 7 of 12 from the field. It's really not... You can't ask for too much more from him. Uh, So, overall, super thrilled. Those are probably your your three biggest stars. If you were to take another, another step further, we've got Kemba Walker. Uh, and didn't really do a ton to start. Uh, only had four points at halftime, but ended with 17 points, seven rebounds, nine assists, and two steals. Uh, didn't have as efficient of a shooting night as you know Tatum, Jalen, Marcus. Uh, the five of 14, three of 10 from three, four free throws. What he did really well was hit clutch shots late. Huge three to tie game off the Time Lord screen. Uh, an incredibly tough drive. Fouled for two free throws late in the game. Another big three from Tatum. Uh, and then another corner three from Smart and OT. So, you know, we had big performances all around. You know, those are our those are our four guys. And this is another game where we do not have Fournier. Uh, and we'll talk about him later in the podcast. Doesn't seem like we're going to get him back for a little bit. Uh, but this is a good win. I mean, yes, the Timberwolves suck. And I'm not going to sit here and say that this was a pretty win by any means. But at this point, I said it last podcast, every single win counts at this point in the season. With the standings as jumbled up as it is, Every single win counts, uh, and you just gotta be you gotta be happy with what you got. Uh, this was a night where the Celtics did move the ball a little bit better. Uh, wasn't wasn't perfect ball movement, uh, but thirty two assists. You know, a lot of that a lot of that comes down to the fact that you know we did go to overtime, and it was an extremely high scoring game. Uh, but one of the things the Celtics did really well tonight was get to the free throw line. So it's not like we took a crazy amount of shots. We're actually under our season average. We only took 87 shots from the field, which is pretty pretty low compared to normal. But what made all the difference today was the free throw line. And this is probably the most efficient game from the free throw line that I've ever seen from a Celtics team. Like, ever. Not just this season, like, ever. 32 of 34 
We got to the line 34 times and only missed two. That's just, it's incredible efficiency. And honestly, we needed every single bit of it, which I'll get to in the later half is a little bit scary considering we won by nine against a team that is 13 and 40 on the season. It is pretty terrible. Uh, But again, you take wins where you can get them. We'll talk about the standings in a little bit. We'll talk about some of the negative parts of today's game. Because again, we gave up 136 points to the Timberwolves uh, and took till overtime to win. So there were certainly a lot of negatives. uh, And we'll talk about all of those uh, right after this commercial break. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert. Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, we're back. Talk about some of the negatives of today's game. Again, it took till overtime uh, to beat the Timberwolves, 13-40 and 40 on the season. Want to dive into some of the reasons why. A huge issue tonight was turnovers. And I know I'm just, I'm saying the same things that we've been saying all season long at this point. uh, But turnovers absolutely killed us tonight. 20 turnovers on the game. And it led to a lot of points. A lot of points. We had four turnovers in the first three minutes alone. 12 turnovers at half, 12 points off of turnovers at half, and it didn't really get much better. End of the game, actually 21 turnovers as a team. We had one team turnover as well. 24 points off turnovers for the Timberwolves. They didn't do much better. They had 15 turnovers, and we had 21 points off of those, so we took advantage of that, but we just did not do ourselves a favor here. 21 turnovers as a team. And then you look, it spreads out. It's not just points off turnovers. It's fast break points now. 17 fast break points for the Timberwolves. And when you look at the season that the Celtics have had, these are the issues that we run into every game. Every game, it's pretty much the same problems. It's turnovers, it's fast break points, and it's usually lack of ball movement. I can't say the lack of ball movement was a huge issue tonight. I think they did a pretty good job with that, which we've already talked about. Uh, But turnovers is a huge issue for this team every single game. And it really just killed all Celtics momentum. Like We had a couple of unbelievable runs. And we just gave up a big three. Missed rotations here. Missed rotations there. Uh, And then... Turn the ball over. Every time we would get within four, five points, we would turn the ball over and then we'd look back and we're down nine again. And it's pretty much what happened all night long. And that to me is a huge, it's still a huge issue. Uh, 
It's not something that, you know, you don't look at this game and be like, okay, awesome, we scored 145 points. You look at this game and are saying, wow, we gave up 136 to the Timberwolves. I'll give the Timberwolves credit. They run the floor very well. They're young. They're running constantly. They do force turnovers. I'll give them that. They got their hands in the lane, hands in the passing lanes, are forcing tough passes. Uh, but this is, again, it's it's not just the Timberwolves. Like, yeah, we've been slightly better against other teams in transition. Uh, but this is, a, this is a tough game defensively. You know, there were good performances defensively. I think Marcus Smart was unbelievable defensively. Played really well against Cat. Played really well, literally, like, one through five. Uh, they just had a couple of standout performances. We heard in the, the pregame earlier, like, Cat is a walking 2010. Tonight, scored 30 and 12. And then to top it off, he added on seven assists. They were running the high-low the entire game. And Carl Anthony Towns is just unbelievable. And I know a lot of Celtics fans out there are saying, why can't we get him? And I know there's going to be a huge talk about it after today's game. Because I get it. Like, I get it. I don't see any deal that the Timberwolves make or accept that would make sense. The only person that salary-wise would match up to that is if we got rid of a guy like Kemba. And you look at this Timberwolves team, why would they take on a guy like Kemba? They've got Ricky Rubio. They've got D'Angelo Russell. They've got Anthony Edwards. Like, they have young guards. Like, there's no there's no way that Cat would work in a trade. Would I love it? Absolutely. Extremely talented. Pretty injury prone. Uh, has had some bad luck in that department, but unbelievable player and tonight he got everything he did absolutely everything for this team you look up and down it's like efficient too four of nine from three for a big man six of six from the line and just i mean looked good looked good overall um you know outside of turnovers you really you look at the way the celtics played and a lot of it comes from missed rotations. Like this Timberwolves team is not a, a crazy good offensive team. Like there's a reason they have the worst record in the league. And a lot of a lot of the Celtics woes defensively tonight were from missed rotations. And a lot of it you know, I, I don't know. We've been talking about it all season long, and at this point I, I sound like a broken record. But when you don't have a healthy team and there is no continuity whatsoever in rotations, it makes finding gaps and playing defense significantly harder. It's just a lot more challenging when you're trying to play a game with guys that you're not always on the floor with. And it's it's just tough. It's tough. This is another game where... You know, we didn't have a full roster. It was close to full. You know, we had our core. 
Uh, but then you look and, you know, we don't have Evan Fournier. And I would say he doesn't, it's not really that we're missing any defensive presence with him, but as I've talked about before, like when you have a lot of our poor defense stems from poor offense. And when you turn the ball over 21 times, it leads to a lot of extra possessions for the Timberwolves. And it also leads to a lot of transition points. A lot of second chance points. And that's you know where the Celtics fall flat. So adding in a guy like Fournier, who's not really turnover prone, just a really good offensive player, it automatically makes your defense better. He's long, he's athletic. You know, this is the type of guy that we need. Uh, and again, I'm not saying not saying that he's the savior by any means. The Celtics issues are a lot deeper than that. There's still a lot to be worked out. Uh, but this is, it's just tough. It's tough watching at this point. They really need to just figure something out. Uh, and they need to just get healthy. Tristan Thompson talked in the last post-game show. And he was basically, he's playing off the whole regular season. He said, I've been on a bunch of, you know, high caliber teams. When I was on the Cavs and we won the championship, we ended that season in fourth place and we made a deep run. And he said his biggest focus was just getting healthy. And a lot of people will shrug that off and be like, you're an idiot. Like we need to win now. Like this, the standings are, the standings are too close. And I get all that. Like it, it would be nice to be a four seed. I've talked about it on all these podcasts. Like I want the four seed. I don't want to have to face Brooklyn, Philly, Milwaukee. I don't want to face two of those three teams in a, a playoff. I just, I don't. <laughs> I'd like to play one of them. And that to me is going to be, it's it's important. It just is. And Tristan Thompson kind of talking down about the regular season. Like, I get it. Like, the Celtics have not been healthy all season long. And the most important thing come playoff time is health. I totally agree with them there. But right now, like, these games matter. They matter. Like, the fact of the matter is, if we can get that four seed, instead of playing Milwaukee in the first round, we'd be playing a game against, I don't know, the Hornets or the Bulls or the Pacers. Like, one of these teams that are just worse, (laughs) They're worse than the Bucks, and that's all you can ask for at this point. Like, we need easier matchups. And, you know, if the Celtics play a seven-game series against one of those teams, that's where you start to build some confidence. That's where you start to see what your team is made of. And right now, like, we don't have a full roster to do that. So it's just, it's hard. It's not easy for the Celtics to start making runs like this uh, without a full roster. And this is an issue that we've been faced with all year long. Uh, we're what? How many how many games into the season are you? 27 and 26. So that's 33, 53 games into the season. And we have not had a single game with a clean injury report. And it's it's tough. It's, it's going to be very hard to win games in a season without your roster 
Uh, and that's, you know, it's, it's a problem. It is, it is what it is at this point, I guess. We've talked about it all season long, all podcasts, every podcast. And Tristan Thompson's talking about it now. And he has a point. He has a point. But that's where we're going to wrap up. We're going to make today's podcast short. Not a great win, but it's a win. Moving up in the standings, or standing put in the standings. We're not going down at this point. Uh, so it's good. It's good. You know, it's where it's where the Celtics need to be at this point. Right now, the Atlanta Hawks are eight and a half games back, sitting in fourth place, and the Celtics are nine and a half games back. So we're one game out of being in fourth place, and we're starting to starting to pull away a little bit from the Pacers. We're two games. At least we're in the playoffs at this point, uh, but. Celtics got a tough road. Celtics got a tough road ahead. We've got Nuggets on Sunday, Trailblazers Tuesday, Lakers Thursday, and then we st- and then we go Warriors next Saturday. So at least that one's home. But the next three games, all away games, all against tough teams. Again, the Lakers are struggling right now, but you just don't really know what the injury situation is. You know, again, no one hopes for injuries, but my fingers are crossed that Anthony Davis and LeBron will not be playing. Uh, but at this point, you know, you gotta you gotta take every game every game in stride. Uh, this Nuggets game on Sunday will be fun. It'll be an interesting game for sure. Uh, we will get to see Aaron Gordon, the guy that you know all Celtics fans kind of thought would be a Celtic at this point in the season. Uh, unfortunately, Denver outbid us in that situation. So we get to see Aaron Gordon in the new look Nuggets team. And they've been hot. They've been playing real, real strong basketball since the trade deadline. So that's what we got for today's podcast. Going to wrap it up there. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to rate and review the podcast. And make sure to tune in on Sunday after our game against the Nuggets. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.